what if you could flip to the other side of the coin and see how this opportunity can serve you? Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thanks for pressing play and being here today. It's been a minute or it's only been about two weeks actually since I recorded the last podcast and I'm having a hard time figuring out what it is I should talk about. I feel like I experienced a leveling up, if you will, feeling as though I got what I've been working on um, for the past couple of years. That recently happened a couple of weeks ago. And since then, my inner critic is keeps telling me, you can't share this information. No one will understand it. That's the story I keep telling myself. Um, but my whole objective with the podcast is to share what I know and what I've learned because I really believe we're all cut from the same cloth. And a great analogy of this is thinking of the waves in the ocean. We're all a part of the ocean, but we're all different waves and we can be different temperatures and we can be big, we can be small, uh, different colors, all that, but ultimately we're all water. It's all waves. And so I think no matter where you are on your life journey, whether you're finding pure bliss and happiness, you feel like you're following your purpose, or you feel a little lost and frustrated and unsure of what's next, I think we're all exactly where we should be. And this information is here to, to meet you wherever you are and to maybe give you a little nugget that you needed to hear so you can continue forward and just know that you're not alone. And so I've been thinking of all these things and a huge part of what I um, practice is very much like esoteric, if you will. So I focus a lot on manifestation, the law of attraction, and a huge part of this is where is your focus? So I thought I would start there today because I think it's a pretty easy thing to grasp, whereas some of these other principles, for example, like my favorite author right now and um, podcasts I listen to and audibles that I just immerse myself into is called Abraham Hicks. And this is a group of individuals that are not in the physical form that come through this woman, Esther Hicks, and she does all these seminars and has this amazing content. But like, that is bizarre. I'm aware that that's bizarre. And so are you ready for that? I don't know. I know some of you are because some of you are my friends listening and you listen to that stuff as well. But I know that others are maybe on the Tony Robbins track or Simon Sinek or um, Dale Carnegie, maybe something a little bit more physical world. And so I'm going to try and keep this a little less weird. I feel as though the episodes may evolve into that just because I found so much value in those teachings. And essentially, it's just kind of a guidebook for life. It's like, who cares where it comes from if it works, right? So um, today, we're going to talk about where your focus is. And Alan Cohen, who is an author of A Course in Miracles Made Easy, I reference that book a lot 
Um, that was kind of one of the first books that I picked up on my journey through this spiritual development. And he talks about these two prisoners and they're both in jail, obviously, and they're looking out their jail window. And one prisoner sees the stars and one prisoner sees the mud. And there's always two sides to the coin in every circumstance. And it's as though we've been taught to look at everything as right or wrong. And maybe pushing all of that aside, there could be just two sides to every coin. Maybe let's not define them quite yet as right or wrong. But what area, like what side of the coin are you focusing on? And ultimately, this creates the results in your life because it's how you perceive information. It's how you absorb what you are viewing out into the world. So any circumstance that comes along your way, you can look at in a way that serves you or in a way that harms you. And so let's go into like a couple more examples. I feel like that's pretty straightforward with the stars in the mud, but perhaps you have a really long-term relationship and that person leaves you unexpectedly and it's extremely heartbreaking and you have all these questions as to why did this happen to me, Um, get frustrated, feel unworthy, feel unlovable and all these emotions come up because we focus on perhaps most of us, the negative aspect of that circumstance. We define it as negative. We say, this is bad. What if you could flip to the other side of the coin and see how this opportunity can serve you? And the reason for this is what you focus on, you create more of. Once you start training your brain to look at things as an opportunity to serve you versus harm you, you will create a completely different world for yourself. And I think I know because this was me, you get hung up on this stupid word, reality. Well, everybody else feels like this is a bad thing in my life. So that's how I have to view it. Why are you doing that to yourself? How is that serving you? And another thing too is like, if you take a step back and look at this for what it is and all the challenges that we face in life, all the good things all of the experiences as a whole, what did you expect it was going to be like? Did you come into this physical body and agree to be here during this space-time reality? So I'm talking Abraham Hicks right now. But for serious, did you think that life was just going to be this black paved road that you just walk on? Think about that for a second. If there were no highs and there were no lows, and it was always just neutral. What a boring life. You really wouldn't learn much. You wouldn't experience much. You wouldn't know the value of good or a great feeling. You wouldn't know the value of growing through a challenge. And if you were able to remain open and understanding that change is the only constant in life, instead of fearful and worried about what might happen, stepping back into your power of who you truly are and saying to yourself, whatever comes my way, I can handle it. I might be put down for a little bit. I might 
be sad or frustrated or whatever, but I am powerful and I can get through anything and it's only going to make me stronger. These are not words on a poster that we put there so that you don't feel so bad about yourself when bad things come along. It's the truth. If you focus on the bad parts of life, you will only get the bad parts of life. And you'll miss these incredible moments before you. And I think I get so passionate about this is because there was such a long period of my life, not that long ago, and I still experience it here and now, but or here and there. But the majority of it is focused on the positive parts of life. So I think that's why I get so frustrated as I see outside of me, perhaps some people that I love or just that I don't even know who are facing quote unquote challenges in their life. And they're the why me, they're the victim of their circumstances. And they lack the ability to see what incredible power they hold over their lives. There may be things outside of your control that come your way, but the way in which you respond to every single experience is your choice. How much power you hold is insane. And giving your energy to other things outside of you, giving your power to those circumstances, allowing them to tear you down is totally underutilizing the glory of who you are in this life. So taking responsibility for where you are right now, all the good, all the bad. This is due to the choices you have made, or perhaps you've been put in a challenging situation so that your story can inspire others. Think of that. Think of you overcoming adversity in this moment of your life, no matter how big or small, can help support someone else on their journey. Maybe you're working through the details so that you can support someone later down the road. It all it has such a big impact. We don't even realize these small, tiny decisions that we make every single day impact not only the bulk of and majority of our lives. It's not these huge decisions. It's these little tiny things that we do every single day. And not only that, but it supports you. It supports your family. It supports their friends. It supports their friends. And like the degree to which your decisions impact the rest of the world is so magnificent. So also like I say this often, but you are so abundant. You are so important and you're such a key element to the function of this world. Like what makes the world go round? Have you ever asked yourself that question? We had a a girls get together and I asked that question and it's like, is it money? Like what, what makes things happen? How do we continue moving forward? I don't know what the answer is to that, but what I do know is fighting for your limitations will not get you where you want to be. If you're in a circumstance right now that is not supporting you, sitting there and telling somebody why it's not supporting you over and over again is only going to keep your focus on that. Knowing that you're strong, that you can have the courage to get yourself out of a circumstance that might not be serving you. Once you do, 
I feel like just like anything else, it becomes a muscle and it becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. And then it kind of ties back into this whole theme of the podcast about connecting back into who you are. Because when you know you're worthy, when you know you're enough, you act from that place. You act from that place of power. Thus, nothing outside of you can take that away from you unless you allow it. Now, there is this little part or a really big part about the ego that I think definitely contributes to where your focus is. And we all have these two voices inside our head. I don't care. Call me crazy. I do. I know a lot of people do. This is kind of the teachings of everything I learn is deciphering between these two voices within you. And defining one as good, defining one as bad is not what we want to do here. They both serve a purpose. And one I'll say I call is my inner being, my highest self, my greatest version of Morgan that exists in this moment, in the future, the person that's accomplishing all my wildest dreams, who's kind of already living out those dreams is how I see it. So there's that voice. That voice is calm. It's certain. It's connected. It feels warm and bright and flowy and airy within my chest. And then there's this other voice that's very sporadic. It's urgency, urgency, urgency. It's negative. It's very fearful and worrisome. And it serves a purpose, like I said, especially way back when we were cavemen and we needed to actually worry and fear um, in our living quarters, if you will, where there'd be bears and tigers to come eat us, things like that. But it's gotten a bad rap. And I think learning its ways, because it's not that clever, helps you to decipher which voice is which, thus learning to trust the true you, your inner being, thus allowing you to feel your power and creating your focus to where you want to be to get the results in your life. So it's kind of like this, do this, then this, then this, then this. And ultimately, it all boils down to worthiness, being enough, do I matter, knowing that I matter. And when you feel that sense it's crazy how much can start to fall into place. So talking about the ego, this is that other side of you, that scatterbrain sometimes. I think there's two primary elements that were very loud for me that were holding me back. And I felt once I understood that this was the ego that wasn't serving me, I could take a step back and observe it versus allowing it to drive the car. So my coach, Megan Ladd, would always talk about how you don't want to dismiss it because if you dismiss or resist any anxious energy, fear, it just gets louder and louder and louder until you listen to it. So it's like this crazy person in the back of your car that's freaking out. Whereas if you can acknowledge it and say, hey, I hear you, I see you and give it a response and actually treat it as though it's like not you, you really do learn to separate yourself from that inner critic, that inner voice. So the two things that really stood out for me for the ego that convinces you to hold you back is one is it will do whatever it can from getting you to there. There will always be another obstacle living from an if then, then this place. So if I could get more money, then I would be happy. 
if I could get that life partner, then I would be fulfilled. It always puts one more obstacle in front of you before you quote unquote find whatever it is you're looking for. When in reality, what it is you're looking for is already here. It's already available to you. You are in need of nothing. We have wants, we have desires because that makes us grow and learn and we are worthy of all this abundance that the universe has to offer us. But the idea that something outside of you will fulfill you creates this kind of carrot on a string and you will forever be chasing it if you allow that voice to run the show. So knowing that when you are going through a process of trying to achieve anything in life, even if it's like the spiritual development thing, I actually had a hard time with this myself as I'd been doing the work, doing the work. Why am I not getting it? Oh, I need to take this seminar. Oh, I need to read that book. Oh, I hadn't done this process enough times. It's like, finally, I heard it somewhere else where someone else shared this with me is that it's always going to have some other obstacle or some other reason why you can't be where you want to be, why you can't be happy. It's the environment that you're in, the world around us. Let's just say that's always going to be there. There's always going to be another challenge. So how do you allow yourself to say, that's, I accept that. Okay, that's going to be there, the obstacle, the environment, whatever it is, and I'm good right here. And that really starts from gratitude, you know, just seeing the areas in your life that are abundant and positive and starting super small. You could even be like the fresh air I get to breathe in and out of my lungs every day. The fact that my body functions and like all the complexities within it that I don't even have to know about. It just like digests food. It creates babies. It uh, secretes like or gets rid of toxins like all on its own. You don't have to do anything (laughs) like be grateful for that if you're having a hard time because kind of tying back to the whole theme of this is when you focus on gratitude, you raise your vibration and you start to attract more of those things into your life. So again, what you focus on, you create more of. Now, the second thing that the ego convinces you of, or in my case, I felt as though it did, is if you focus on the problem long enough, you can create a solution. And all that does is exacerbate the problem. So have you ever had like, I mean, we we all have problems in our lives at some point or another. I'm not saying that this is going to mitigate that. It's just giving all your power to it and you can't stop thinking about it. You maybe experience something with a coworker and it was unpleasant. You will think about that over and over and over again in your mind and it can drive you crazy. And it's almost as if you think, if I think about this long enough, at some point it's going to make me feel better. And the only way that you can feel better is once you stop thinking about that thing. But putting focus and saying, I'm not going to think about that thing is just putting more focus on that thing. So you have to completely shift what you're thinking about and focus on something that brings you joy, positivity. And I swear it's challenging, but it can pull you out of that problem focus in an instant. 
So I talk about this in another podcast um, episode of getting yourself out of a funk. And I have this process of which if I'm going through a challenging time, I have like a clockwork repertoire. I sit down, I meditate, I think about an experience that brings me joy and it pulls my vibration up and then continues the momentum. All these good things start coming into my wheelhouse. So I start with one memory and then multiple memories start coming through. So it's kind of that idea where you can completely shift your focus, maybe start reading a book or watch a movie or call a friend and don't talk about it. Don't bring it up. Don't give it focus because it doesn't deserve your power. It cannot take away your happiness, your well-being, unless you make the choice for it to do so. So I think a perfect example right now and I, I, even inside my inner critics, like, don't bring that up. But with like the news and the election and all the negativity going on in the world right now, you have a choice to observe the information that's required so that you can be like a contributing member of society. But absorbing the news and all the negativity of the world is, at least for me, only going to make me sad and depressed. Thus, I'm not able to show up as my best self in my work, for my friends, for my family, for this podcast, and the things that matter to me most. And it's not about like putting a blind eye to everything and just saying life is good when it's not. You need to process your emotions. You need to feel your feelings. But the idea is when you focus on things that aren't serving you, it's really challenging for you to look at things positively because the world and the environment that you've created around you is one of negativity. So I'm going to slow it down a little bit here. I got a little excited, but um, I hope this helped you. And it is something that you've likely heard before, but it's a great reminder of how powerful your focus is. What you focus on, you create more of. You are so powerful. And not in the, like, I'm a magic genie or sorcerer of the world powerful. You truly are in control of what you want to focus on, which creates the results and how you show up in your life. Like it's this whole stream of things that work together and it really starts with what you're focusing on, what you're choosing to give your power to, what you're choosing to give your energy to. So in the people you surround yourself with, the information that you absorb from day to day, the foods that you eat, how you treat your body, all those things matter so, so much. So just be kind to yourself over these next couple of days. I hope that this gives you an invigoration of positivity that you've been looking for, hopefully shifting your focus into something that's going to help you feel better because really that's what I record this podcast for is how can I just make someone feel better? Whether it's even just 10%, 10% happier. <laughs> um, that's also a podcast. You should check that out if you haven't. Um, but I'm going to quiet down now. Stay safe out there as always. Be kind to each other and serve yourself. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.